good evening. The snow continues falling at an alarming rate. This is quietly yours. Christmas is a busy time of year for people in Nick's profession, but tonight we'll meet him on the worst night of his life. Well, the worst night of his life so far. This is All I Want for Christmas is You. This year's Christmas episodes are some of our most ambitious yet, and we'd love to make more of these bigger, more cinematic stories. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash quietlyyours. You can sign up from as little as a dollar a month, and you can get bonus content and other rewards. But most importantly, you'll be helping the show grow. If you're an Apple Podcasts user, you can also support the show by subscribing to our channel, where you'll also get all of our bonus content. And if you're not able to support us financially, that's fine. You can also help us out massively by sharing the show with your friends, family, and general practitioner. And now, let's dive in to All I Want for Christmas is You. All right, last one for today, Santa. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And what's your name? You must have a name. Scott. Well, Scott, are you having a good Christmas? Are you looking forward to opening your presents? Oh, man, you're killing me. Why don't you tell Santa what you'd like for Christmas? Have you written a list? Don't worry, he's just shy, that's all. Oh, well, that's all right. I used to be shy, too. But uh, you uh, quickly get used to people when you have to visit every person in the world in one night. <laughs> have you written a Christmas list? No? Well, why don't you just tell me what you want for Christmas now and I'll make sure I remember. I just want to go home. All right, that's enough now, I think. Come on, Scott. <laughs> Let's go. I don't want to. It's time to go. <laughs> now. Here, I'll help you down. Thank you so much. No, no problem at all. Sorry about him. There's nothing to apologise for. It was amazing meeting you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you too. That was weird. Wasn't it just? You too. Well, I don't know. What else can you say to that? We got some weird ones. Anyway, I'm off. I've got a Christmas banquet to get to. A Christmas banquet? <laughs> Who goes to a Christmas banquet? Me. See you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Oh my God, not now. Thank <sighs> you.
okay? Where? Where? What? what? You were in a car accident. Don't worry, you're safe now. house. This is a guest bedroom. I hope you're finding it comfortable. Right. But what am I doing here? You don't remember? You were in a car accident. I... I remember a crash and darkness. That's it. Yes. You were a bit out of it. You're lucky I was there. I saw your lights veer from the road and then disappear. I went down to see and I found you. Uh, Please, slow down. I'm not following... Shouldn't I be in hospital? Oh, darling, there isn't a hospital for 50 miles. And the way the snow was coming down last night, the roads were so icy, practically a death trap. I'm sure that's part of the reason you went off the road in the first place. It would have taken hours for an ambulance to reach you, but I couldn't bear to leave you there. You'd have frozen to death. So I helped you into my car and brought you here, where you can be warm and safe. Are you crazy? I I could be really hurt. I I could have all sorts of injuries, I could be bleeding internally. You should have taken me to the hospital. In that storm? Absolutely not. I won't even drive in the rain. It's all too much for me. I was only out last night because I had some last-minute Christmas shopping to do. And anyway, you weren't seriously hurt. God only knows why, because the crash was disastrous. But by some miracle, you're unharmed. A bit bruised, to be fair. But all in all, fairly positive outcome, I'd say. And how do you know... Doctor, are you? (laughs) No. Oh, no. I'm not a doctor. I'm retired now, actually. But uh, once upon a time, I was a nurse, which is basically the same as a doctor, only with more experience. Wait. I know you. Do you? I'm certain I do. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure. I think I just have one of those faces. I've been mistaken for Juliet Lewis three times, and once I shared a tram with a man who was convinced I was... You... The shopping centre. You were at the shopping centre. Last night? Well, yes, I was. Like I said, some last-minute shopping to do. You saw me there? Yes, I work there. Oh, you do? Which store? None. I'm the Santa. You came to see me last night. Uh, You were our last customers before I went home. Oh, yes. Well, now that you mention it, I kind of see it. You know, about the eyes... Oh my gosh, look at me, rattling on. I made you breakfast, but here I am, standing around, letting it go cold. Here. I hope you like Cocoa Pops. It's a coincidence, isn't it? What? You know, that I was out doing some shopping at the same time you finished work. We must have both left the shopping centre at the same time. If we hadn't, you might not have been found and you'd be... Well, there'd be lots of empty stockings in a few days. Yeah, right. Well... I really think I should go to the hospital and get checked out. Uh, You don't have to. I I mean, you've done enough already. Uh, I'm happy to make my own way. I can get a bus or something. Oh, I don't think so. We don't really get any bus routes coming by this area. You could call for a cab, but honestly, I don't see anybody being happy to drive out here in this weather. I'm certainly not getting back behind the wheel until this frost has thawed. Right. Well, I'll call then. I'll call for an ambulance and I'll... I'll... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, will you? I know you're panicked. Still in shock. 
Emotional shock, that is. Not hypovolemic shock. If you're in hypovolemic shock, you'd be... Oh, oh, I'm doing it again, aren't I? I'm sorry. I never know when to shut up. Honestly, I don't. Uh, we had a couple of witnesses knocking on our door this past summer asking if I had five minutes spare for a chat and they ended up staying with us for a fortnight. Well, anyway, what I mean to say is you need to take things a step at a time, yeah? Have your breakfast, take a moment to get your head around everything and then later on we'll have a proper chat. Figure out what we're doing next, yeah? Uh, but... And if you need anything, you just have to give me a shout. I'm Christine, by the way. That's my name, so just a good loud Christine. And I'll be on my way. Although if you call me between 10.30 and 11.30, don't be surprised if I don't hear you. That's when I do my bits and bobs in the garage. And sometimes it's hard to hear screaming over the circular saw. Right then, I'll give you some peace and quiet. Remember, if you need anything, Christine! <laughs> Honestly, it could only happen to me. news, I'm afraid. I was going to call Dr. Shipman. He's our GP in town. Wonderful he is. And there's no relation, so you don't have to worry about that. And I was going to ask him to come and see you. Check your in working order. Thought it might put your mind at ease a little. That, that's really not necessary. But the problem is, you see, I went to call him only to realise the phone line's totally dead. <laughs> Probably the storm, I reckon. Maybe a tree's fallen on the line or something. I'm not sure if it's just us or if it's affecting anyone else, but uh, either way, it does leave us in a bit of a pickle. Well, um... I do have a plan, though, so don't you worry. I'm going to head into town later and I'll speak to Dr Shipman in person. Hopefully he'll find us a free moment to come and see you. Honestly, you don't have to do that. I, I really feel fine. And like you said, I, I don't seem to have any serious injuries. I, I just want to get home, to be honest. Yes, well, I'm not sure that's going to be so easy, given the state of the roads. Well, I, I can't stay here. What I mean to say is, you've been very kind, but I couldn't impose on you further. No, don't be silly. Oh, my house is your house, as far as I'm concerned. You're welcome to stay as long as you need. That's very kind. Well, I'm still going to walk into town anyway. It's so icy out this morning, but I need a few bits and I should be fine if I'm careful. Calves of steel me! Is there anything you need while I'm there? <sighs> no, uh, but if you could find a working phone... No, oh, I'm sure I could. Well... Look, why don't I just come with you and, and, um... Oh, oh, steady. 
You might have avoided any broken bones, but you're pretty much black and blue. I'd avoid straining yourself too much until your body has had chance to rest. Do you uh, have a, a pen and paper? Oh, yes. Both, coincidentally. Thank you. What's wrong? That was my favourite notebook. Oh, uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. Well, no harm done. What's this? Well, that's my sister's number. I, if you could find a phone and give her a call, uh, you know, let her know what's happened and where I am. I know she'll be worried and she'll probably be able to arrange some kind of transport. Then I'll be able to get out of your hair. Yes, yes, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Well... All right, I'll give her a call and tell her everything. Meanwhile, you make sure you're resting, okay? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Christine? Excuse me. Hi. I'm glad I caught you. Why? I'm Robin. I'm your new neighbour. Why? Well, I moved into the next house down the street, but anyway, I got a few of your letters through my door by mistake. I just wanted to bring them over. I would hate to think you'd miss something important because of me. Oh, isn't that very kind? Oh, it's nothing. I wanted to introduce myself anyway. I didn't catch your name, by the way. Christine. Right. Well, okay then. There you are. Hope you're hungry. I, well, actually, yeah, I'm starving. I made you some soup. I think I owe you an apology. I left you in here all day, all by yourself. I meant to bring you some lunch, but I totally lost track of time until I saw it was getting dark. Hopefully this makes it up to you. It's an old family recipe. Thank you. Oh, did you uh, manage to find a phone? Oh, yes, I did. Billy at the butcher's let me use his phone. And? And what? Did you call my sister? Oh, right, yes, I did. <laughs> and? And what? What did she say? Oh, she was very worried, of course, when she found out what you'd been through. But I told her you were fine, you'd make a full recovery. She was relieved to hear that. <laughs> and she's sending someone to pick me up. Yes, she did mention something about coming through to get you. But I told her not to put herself out. Told her I'm perfectly happy to keep you fed and watered until she's able to sort something out. And there's no need stressing herself out. So she's not coming? No. I don't think so. Not at the moment, anyway. Probably for the best. We wouldn't want another accident, would we? <laughs> oh, but don't worry. You're perfectly willing to spend the night here again. And I've got a man coming out tomorrow to look at the phone and get it fixed. So we can give your sister another call and arrange something. Weather permitting. Sound good? 
Yeah, I suppose so. Good. I'll get out of your hair then, let you wind down. Enjoy the soup. Thank you. Brought you some toast. How are you feeling? Mm, not too good, actually. I didn't sleep very well. Tossing and turning all night. Oh, no. Well, I'm sure that's just your brain trying to process the trauma. It will pass. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Are the roads looking any better? A little, but it's still pretty rough out there. To be honest, I think... I should get that. Please enjoy the toast. Christine? Hello? Christine? Hello? Anyone home? Don't keep the rest of the house as tidy as the guest bedroom, do you? <laughs> nice collection. Peter Strav, James Herbert, and Dean Kuntz. <laughs> now that's more like it. <laughs> mm. oh. What are you doing? I, I was just getting myself a drink. I, I hope that's okay. No, it isn't. What? I didn't tell you that you could use my kitchen. Oh, well, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I... I just, you know, I... It's incredibly rude. Very presumptuous. I, I didn't mean to. I mean, I, I... This is not the kind of behaviour I expect from my guests. Do you lock all your guests in? Excuse me? Why would anyone even need a lock on a guest bedroom door? Well, I'm very security conscious. I'm beginning to find this whole situation to be very strange... What exactly are you accusing me of? Look, I, I just, I think. <gasps> I don't believe this. I tried so hard. I tried to be a good host. I thought I was doing a good job. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's nothing to do with that. I jumped in that lake to save you. Risked my own life. Just to end up embarrassing myself. That's not, I, I mean, I... I don't want to sound like I'm not thankful. I am. I, I really am. I just really... No. You're right to be mad. I haven't been totally honest with you. What do you mean? <laughs> How about I get you that drink? You go back to bed, and I'll get you that drink, and then we'll have a chat, and I'll tell you everything. Okay? Okay. 
Here you go. Thank you. I've been feeling a bit dehydrated. Well, I hope this helps. So, I guess we need to talk. Yes. I guess we do. What did you mean? You haven't told me the whole truth. That night, the night that you had the accident, I wasn't there by chance. I was there because I was following you. <laughs> what? I waited for you, outside the shopping centre. I waited until you'd finished and you came out and I watched you go to your car and I watched you drive off. Then I got into my car and I followed you. Then I saw you go off the road and I had to do some. Christine, why am I here? Because you need someone to look after you. Is there really someone coming round to fix the phone? Is it even broken? You didn't call my sister, did you? Look, oh, I think I should just leave and we can forget, forget this ever happened. No, I don't think that's for the best. I feel dizzy. What, what did you put in my drink? Just a little something to calm you down. You'll feel better after some more rest. Trust me. Christine. Your house is so empty that there's no photos. I've never heard anyone else but you. Where is Scott? Scott? Your son. Oh, you must be mistaken. I don't have a son. I don't know if you'll ever read this. I don't know if I'm... No. I don't know what's happening. I'm not able to leave. I don't know if I'm safe. I don't... No. I hope. Nicholas Cameron, 32, National Insurance Number, TN25, 1243D. Call Samantha Cameron, sister, 0114-496-0624, mobile 077-00900725. I am being held against my will since December the 21st. Captor goes by the name Christine, age... Uh, possibly 40s, uh, dark hair, slightly greying, blue eyes, does not look like Juliet Lewis. Captor is holding me in a 
Single-storey home, wood construction, surrounded by woodland, maybe 40 miles from hospital. Local town is called... Town nearby, name unknown. Local GP is Dr Shipman, no relation. Town has butcher called Billy. Still alive as of December 23rd AM. No. Now what? That's it. Hmm. The vase. Okay. 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 Here goes. Here goes nothing. Backyard. What is that? Oh, you don't have to worry about that. Look, why don't you come back to bed? You're clearly starting to crack under the stress of your accident. I think you would benefit from some more rest. So why don't you get back into bed? I'll clean up the glass, mop up the blood, and. You're crazy! Wow! Rude. Don't they teach you manners up there? your favourite window. <laughs> you can mock me all you want. It's a sign of weakness. That's what my mother always said. <clears throat> I wouldn't bother. The ropes are quite tight. Uncomfortable, probably. I wish it wasn't necessary, but since you've been so uncooperative... If that's your word for it... Honestly, this was all supposed to go a lot smoother, a lot easier... If you just... But you didn't. They never do. And so whatever happens next, however bad it might be, I want you to remember, you brought it all on yourself. 
It's not so that I enjoy doing it. Uh, I don't. In fact, I... Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. You really don't know when to shut up. I shan't respond to your negativity. <laughs> Why am I here, Christine? Why did you follow me that night? To right a wrong. A wrong of your own making. Of my making? Yes. But I don't hold grudges. I believe in second chances. What are you talking about? Christmas was always my favourite time of year. No contest. The snow blanketing the countryside, making everything brighter. Cold nights that chill your fingers and a spot by the fire to warm them back up. The songs, the food, the decorations. Yes, it was my favourite time of year for a long time. But then everything changed. I was still young when my parents died and after that, everything was different. There were no more decorations, no more music and uh, no more you. No, no more me. What are you talking about? You visited me every year before that. Every year. And then you just stopped. You never visited me again. What are you talking about? I've never... I've never even met you before. Oh, don't play dumb. Just because you're now being forced to face the consequences of your actions. I have no idea what you are talking about. I swear, you must have the wrong person. No, no. Definitely not. It would be hard to get that wrong, wouldn't it? You're quite distinctive. More than anything, I just want to know why. Why what? Why did you stop? Why did you stop visiting me? Did you just not care? I, I don't know what you, you're talking about. You, you've lost your mind. Every Christmas for 12 years, like clockwork... And then when I needed you the most, you were nowhere to be seen. And you haven't visited me since. What are you talking about? You... Every Christmas? Do you... Do you really think I'm Santa Claus? Oh, don't bother trying to deny it. I know you'll say anything to escape. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're actually crazy. You, you've really lost your mind. None of this would be happening if you hadn't been so cruel. I am not Santa Claus. Yes, I anticipated you might say that. I'm not Santa. I play Santa. It's a stupid thing for kids. There's no actual Santa. He's not real. You're a lunatic. And I anticipated you would try to be hurtful. It's really not necessary, though, is it? You need help. You need... Professional help. Let me go. I can see you're going to continue to struggle. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Those ropes are strong, but they won't hold forever. <laughs> so if you insist on continuing on like this, well, you're forcing my hand. What are you doing? Oh, I need to see your feet to do this. What are you going to do? Hubble me? How original. Hobbling is incredibly dangerous. In theory, it can heal in full, but in practice, you never know how it's going to go. If the bones aren't aligned correctly, it can heal wrong, leave permanent damage. 
I'm not a monster. <laughs> oh, I don't want to leave you with any permanent damage. So don't worry. <laughs> no matter how painful it is, I promise you this will heal eventually. It might scar, but you will heal. What are you talking about? Now, this might hurt a lot, and it will only get worse over the next few days. You can expect a bit of blistering. No, a little... Please, uh, don't. No. But the main thing is, you won't be leaving this bed. Please. Not for a while yet. Don't. And all without breaking any bones. <laughs> no. No. town to pick up some antibiotics from Dr. Shipman. I won't be long. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> okay? I'm gonna die here. Is, is that... Christine. Oh my god. Help! Help! Christine! Help! Help! What the? Please, help me. Who is that? Help! Hello? I'm in, in here! Oh my god! Please, you have to untie me. What the hell is going on? I'm trapped. I don't want to be here. But she won't let me leave. You've been kidnapped? Yes. By a woman called Christine. At least that's what she says her name is. But I don't know if anything she says is true. She's... she's crazy. I can't believe this. She seems so, I mean... I never would have thought... Do, do you live nearby? Yes, the next house over. I just moved in. You have to hurry. She just walked into town and she could be back any minute. What? She walked into town? Yeah. She might be on her way back already. But, but, but there's, there is no town. Not in walking distance, anyway. What? The nearest town. Uh, I don't know. At least ten miles away. Maybe twenty, even. But she walks into town most days. She, she said she needed to pick up a prescription from Dr Shipman. I've never heard of a Dr Shipman. There's no GP practice anywhere near here. That's the whole idea of moving here. The remoteness. We're in the middle of nowhere. Oh my god. It's all been lies. Even the small stuff. I don't know what to believe. Here, I'll untie your feet. <sighs> what? Uh, she did it. To prevent me from walking. To stop me leaving. Oh my god. Uh, I'll do this. You, you go and call the police. Tell them someone... Tell them to get send someone out right away. Okay. I hate neighbours. <laughs> Always so nosy. <laughs> That's why I moved out here, to avoid people like you. <laughs> but I guess you're everywhere. What, what are you doing? I was about to put these Christmas lights up. They're wonderful. They light up the room marvellously. And they've got such a nice twinkle to them. They're my favourite. A shame to use them in such a way, really. 
No. Stay back. And what do you think you're going to do when you freed yourself, hmm? Gonna go for a nice jog? Ah, uh, uh, oh, my feet! Honestly, what did you expect? Oh, oh, she's dead! You've killed her! Oh, come on now. Let's get you back to bed. Stay away from me. D -d -d Don't touch me! What are you doing dressed like that? You'll freeze. Please, I, I need help. I need to get to the police. To, to, to a phone. It's a long story, but, but please. I just need to, need to get out of here. Well, you better get in then. Your feet. Do you need a doctor? Just, just get me out of here, please. I, I need to get out of here. No problem. You're almost there. There's a house up here. We can ask if we can use the phone. No, no, please. I just need to get away from here. Don't be silly. You clearly need the police or a doctor or something. Best call for an ambulance or something. I'm sure they won't mind us using their phone. Wait. This looks... Where are you taking me? This is... No! This is her house. You can't... Bring me back here. Stop the car. Pull over. Pull over. I can't let you go, I'm afraid. What are you talking about? My wife. She didn't deal with it well when her parents died. You're Christine's husband? It messed with her head. Warped her sense of reality. It's not her fault. It was a coping mechanism. It doesn't even affect her most of the time. 
the rest of the year you'd love her. She's friendly, kind, funny. But then the winter draws in. It was Christmas Eve, you see, when they died. Horrible accident. No one to blame, but it changed everything. She went to bed that night, excited for Christmas morning, and her parents, well, they were doing so well in their careers, both of them. They finally had money, so they wanted this Christmas to be bigger than ever, even more special. Her dad's bonus had come through a couple of days earlier, so they drove out that night for one more present, something that would put a huge smile on her face. They left her sleeping in bed, thought they would be gone for half an hour, but it was icy that night. The roads were a death trap. The car, it went through a barrier, straight through the ice. The water underneath, it was freezing. They didn't have a chance. But there was no witnesses, so no one did anything. And the roads were so quiet the afternoon of Christmas Day, someone finally saw the damage to the barrier and called the police. It would be hours until they got to the car, until they could finally identify the bodies. So Christine, she went to bed, Christmas Eve, happy and excited. She woke up Christmas morning to an empty house. No parents, no presents. She waited all day, wondering when they would come back. When the police found her on Boxing Day, she'd fallen asleep on the couch, still waiting. It affected her deeply. It would affect anyone, something like that. She's not grieving. She's crazy. She thinks I'm Santa. Yes, I think it's her way of getting her childhood back. In her head, she lost Santa that day too. She knows she can't ever get her parents back. She knows that, but thinks that maybe, just maybe, she can get Santa back. You're, 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 you're talking like, like, um, this isn't the first time she's done this, is it? No, she wants him to stay, to be her friend. Every year, she's convinced it's going to be different. In your backyard, I, I, I saw a, there was a shovel and, and fresh dirt. They never stay. Never. They always try and get away. But I can never let that happen. You, you mean... If anybody ever found out what she'd done, they'd lock her up and throw away the key. I can't let that happen. What's your name? Nick. That's funny. Well, Nick, the choice is yours. What, what are you talking about? What, what choice? All she wants is for him to stay. But the others? They couldn't. And I understand that. I understand why they felt like they had to run. But I had to do what I had to do. And now, you have to decide what your next move is. You can join them.
good choice. Come on. I got you. One foot at a time. Christmas is You, starred Drew Sinclair as Nick, Hannah Sturd as Christine, Laura Black as Robin, John Ashmore as Carl, and Harry Moyer as Scott. It was written and directed by Brett Barnett, that's me, produced by Stacey McKenzie, and featured music by Ostrich Bay. I hope you enjoyed today's story. Until next time, I am quietly yours, and you are quietly mine. Quietly Yours is a Daffodilies production.